Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Companions of the Message. This is Sara. And this is Maha. So this is the first episode of our marriage series. Uh, in this episode, we're going to talk about being single and how to live in the moment and appreciate every phase of your life without wanting to jump to a specific milestone. I feel like a lot of the time, um, stress causes us to fantasize about the future and it like blinds us almost from the blessings that are in your life right now. And I think that's the thing, like the first part of this series is a part no one wants to hear. We're all waiting for the engagement or the marriage or even like the divorce aspect. It's something that has like a really bad reputation. It's something you just gotta get through, right? Not really live through it. And I wanted us to know that singleness is a phase that's so important. And a lot of the reasons why marriages are struggling is because this phase wasn't appreciated or wasn't focused on. Mm -hmm. There was no focus on being single. And I want you to know, if you are single, it does not mean you are alone. These are two separate definitions. And inshallah, we're going to get through those definitions later on. And I want you to know when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he mentions people, he mentions them as individuals. Like he mentions each person as themselves. He doesn't like sort of group them by their marriages. And it's something that when we walk into our masajid, right? It's a topic that we always hear how marriage is half of our deen. If you walk into your masjid and you're not married, you, you get those faces, right? You get those eyes. You're over 25 and you're not married. Something's wrong with you. You start to believe that you're not enough. And I want you to know, regardless if you're married or you're not, you are enough. And I want you to think back to the creation of when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he created mankind. He started with what? A single person. He could have made Adam with his wife from the get-go, but he didn't. He created Adam in his singleness. He allowed Adam السلام, to live with himself before he ever was allowed to live with another person. So knowing that your singleness is a necessary step. Your singleness, if you avoid it or you don't appreciate it, the way we are going to mention it throughout this episode, it can cause you a lot of problems with your marriages and even your friendships. So again, the problem isn't marriage. The problem is in our singleness. And for those of us who are listening and who are single, who are over 25, over 30, and aren't married, I want you to know again that you are enough. Your status doesn't define your worth. Exactly. I want you to think about Asada. Every blessing, I want you to tell me, does everybody have it? Yes or no? Okay? Sight, does everyone have it? No. Is it a blessing? Yeah. Okay. What about the ability to speak? Does everyone have it? No. Is it a blessing? Mm -hmm. Okay. What about having parents? Is it a blessing? Yeah. Does everyone have it? No. What about marriage? Is it a blessing? Yes. Does everyone have it? No. I want you to know just because you don't have this blessing, it doesn't mean you're not 100. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us all to be 100 when we come back to Allah. What does that mean when I say we're 100? Meaning when I come back to Allah, Allah gave me 100% of what I needed to exist in this world. And that blessings that create that 100% are very different from what Sada has. Sada's 100% is completely different from my own, but it doesn't take away from my self-worth. I'm going to work with what Allah has given me, the blessings He has blessed me with, and cultivate myself. I'm not going to get caught up with the things I don't have. What would you say to a blind person that wants to see? You wouldn't tell them keep trying, right? You wouldn't make them feel lower about themselves. You would tell them to keep busy with what Allah SWT has given them. And the same thing goes with you who are single, who aren't married yet. It doesn't mean you're not worth it. You are able to reach your full potential without being married. And again, this isn't to bash marriage. We're not trying to say never get married. Yeah. But we're talking to the people that are at this this phase, this moment in their lives and are not focusing on their season and are focused on the season to come. Yeah. Meanwhile, you have no experience on that season. You are in the moment. Yeah. Live with this moment and know you are enough regardless of what anyone else tells you, whatever anyone preaches to you. When marriage comes, Allah will bless you with it. If it doesn't come, if it's not written for you, you're still enough. I love that. Um, and I also want to mention a Sahabi by the name of Julebib who had very low status in society, right? So he was someone that basically every girl rejected for marriage. Mm -hmm. And there was one family who the Prophet basically ordered to accept Julebib's proposal. Mm -hmm. 
And so obviously Jadeviv is so happy that he's finally getting married. And then shortly after, he goes to fight in battle. And when the Prophet was looking for him after the battle, so the Prophet is walking around, Aina Julaybib, Aina Julaybib. He saw that Julaybib had died in the battle. So Julaybib died before he got to get married. And the Prophet began crying so much. And then as he was crying, he began to smile because in that moment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had shown him Julaybib in Jannah and his wife in Jannah. And he had looked so happy. And so the lesson that I, I learned from this story, Maha, it's my first point in this topic, mm -hmm. is that it's good to be hopeful in your future. And, and you know, it's good to be positive and to think that good things will come. But me personally, I don't have expectations for how things are going to turn out. So getting married, having kids, having a family, those are all blessings from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to spend the time that I have now worrying about and thinking about a future that isn't promised to me. Subhanallah. My time is, is so valuable and I'd much rather spend it working towards a future that is promised by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm -hmm. So in Surah Al-Inshiqaq, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Oh mankind, you are all working restlessly towards an eventual and inevitable meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my meeting with Allah is certain I'm gonna work towards a meeting that I know is gonna happen for sure. Mm -hmm. I love that point. So I agree with you completely. I think it's very important to focus on what's certain. Focus on what you have. Focus on what you know is to come, right? When it comes to marriage, I want you to think, like, when you think about your singleness, right? I'm going to always go back to the singleness, and then Sara, I know she has, like, a whole bunch of, like, stories to throw in and chime in. <laughs> yeah. So um, if you feel like the flow isn't there... It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so your singleness. Why is it so important? I think it's one of the most important phases of your life because it's the moment where you're not responsible for anybody but yourself. Yeah, that's true. Once you get married, you have so many other responsibilities. You have to take care of your spouse, your children, your, you know, your household... However, the dynamics are in your marriage, whatever it is, it's a lot of responsibility. So subhanAllah, so what is the deal with us? We see the appeal of marriage, but we don't know what it takes, right? Yeah. We think we know what it is. We think we're so prepared. We watch the movie, right? We see our family members and marriages and we think we know what it is. And the reality of it all is you are assuming. You don't know anything about what's to come. Talk to anyone who's married and tell them your expectations of your marriage and they will laugh at you right in front of you, right? Yeah. <laughs> because they are going to tell you like, you don't know nothing, like, yeah. you know? This is just the honeymoon phase, like they always say. And so for some of us, when we are single, like we're sick of being single, right? And we think a marriage is going to solve that loneliness. And remember, being single doesn't mean you're lonely. We're sick of being single, so we want to get married and we think marriage is going to solve that. And then you find someone else that's also sick of being single and thinking that marriage is going to solve his problem. And now what do you have? Two people that are sick of themselves, right? And hoping that the other person is going to fulfill what they felt was a void in their lives. And then they look at the marriage as such a failure because it's not their expectations. He didn't make me feel the way I thought, the way I should have made myself feel, yeah. right? And him the same, subhanAllah. So most people, they get into marriage and then they try to figure out their singleness. Mm -hmm. And we see this a lot with our communities. We see people that didn't focus on themselves when they were single. They get married and now all of a sudden they want to go to school. The moment when you're supposed to have a responsibility towards someone, not saying that, you know, you can't go to school when you're married but you had that time right it's best to use the time you have yeah. and not the time that is supposed to be dedicated to other responsibilities mm -hmm. so we see sisters or brothers going back to school when they should be taking care of their families or all of a sudden they want to start a career or they want to do something that's focusing on themselves and it causes a problem or a drift in their marriages yeah. because now the husband wants you to take care of him the same way he's taking care of you but now you want to take care of yourself this is your moment you start to find that individuality when you were supposed to be a pair when you're supposed to be a spouse to somebody else or a mother you see mothers neglecting their children because they want to find themselves yeah. you had that opportunity and this is the point of this topic is to take control of our singleness now and I'm making sure that when we get into this phase in the season of marriage that we are completely 
completely ready for it. That we are ready to give in to our responsibilities and really prosper with that. And on that note, my second point was actually learning to be independent of others. So mm. Angel Jibreel gives the Prophet a few pieces of advice. And I just wanted to mention the two pieces of advice that he gives him. So he says, So he says, Love whom you will, but know you will be separated from them. And know that the dignity of a believer is his independence from others. So Angel Jibreel is telling the Prophet Absolve yourself from needing anyone, right? Be emotionally, be financially, and physically independent from anyone. And it's interesting that the angel Jibreel used the word dignity to describe someone who's independent. Mm -hmm. Because when you start to notice that you're like heavily dependent on the people in your life, on your family, on your friends, you constantly need them for reassurance in basically everything that you do. The moment that they're not there, the moment that they're busy, the moment that they don't give you the attention that you expect from them, you start to feel insecure. Mm -hmm. You start to feel vulnerable. You almost feel lost. Mm -hmm. And subhanAllah, it's so beautiful that Islam stresses this quality, being independent, like not having these attachments. We know what attachments can do to you. Prophet Yaqub was tested with Sayyidina Yusuf and Sayyidina Yusuf was taken away from him because he was so attached to him. Mm -hmm. My point is that we need to be independent from others and not become a total mess when we're alone or when we have to do things alone. Yeah. Give yourself time to be alone before you're left alone. And that's what singleness is. We're jumping into marriage because we can't stand to be with ourselves. Yeah. So what do you think anyone else is going to be able to do? And I think one way to achieve that or to like be on that path of like independence would be like looking at the people who you love and trying to almost emulate the qualities that you love about them. Knowing that you can have those same qualities that you're dependent on. Like for example, if I have a friend who's just a very calm, easygoing person. I want to have that quality, right? Of just like not always being in a rush. And I know I can. And I feel like human beings are so dynamic and we need to like stop limiting ourselves to like one quality or one personality type. Yeah. You can be everything that you want to be. And that's the case with like role models. When you take someone as your role model, know you're only taking an aspect of them. The only person you can ever take as a complete role model is the Prophet Muhammad them, right? Everybody else has so many flaws. So you just got to nitpick what you like about this person and keep it moving to complete sort of like your personality or what you expect of yourself. And you can only love others at the level that you love yourself. Yeah. Right. There's no way you're going to be able to love someone more than you ever could love yourself because this is how you experience love. The way you love yourself is your experience of love. So the way you want to increase the love for others is you have to increase the love for yourself. So this is the formula of love. You have to first start with loving Allah. Right. We're trying to skip this process. We're trying to get someone to love us. Meanwhile, there's we don't love anything about ourselves. No matter if Sada loves this quality of me, I'm never going to believe her because I'm just like, no, that's not true. Yeah. Sada looks at me. She goes, Oh, Maha, you're this, and I'm like, No, I'm not. Her love isn't enough for me because mm -hmm. I don't believe it for myself. The formula for love you start off with loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one who created you you have to show appreciation to the creator mm -hmm. knowing who you are and being thankful to Allah that he created you this way then you go on with loving yourself so again love Allah and obviously there's levels to this right loving Allah loving the Prophet sallam, loving your parents right you know there's like that order of love loving yourself and then loving others mm -hmm. if you want people to love you start with loving Allah start with loving the creator then yourself and then others. If you're trying to skip it and love others and have people love you back, it will never be enough. There will always be a void. Why? Because you haven't gotten okay with who Allah created you to be. And you put these unrealistic expectations on another human being to love you and to make this void disappear. And then you're mad at them because they're not making you feel that appreciation and that love. And then you feel this emptiness, right? You feel like this marriage isn't working out. And again, we're gonna get to like, you know, marriage and stuff like that. So I don't wanna touch too much on that. Mm -hmm. But allow yourself to be in a state of singleness and create this beautiful character, this emotional health, this spiritual health. And so that when the right person comes around, the spouse that you choose, right? And I want you to know this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't force you to marry anyone. The same way our religion is a choice, your marriage is a choice. 
your nasib is your choice. Just because it's pre-written doesn't mean Allah is forcing you to marry this person. This is the person you chose to marry. This is the person you thought was worthy of you because this is how you defined your worth. And the only way you're going to be able to choose the right man is if you know yourself in this stage of singleness, in the season of being single, of knowing yourself. Focusing right now, if you are single and you're listening, your focus should be loving Allah and loving yourself. And naturally, what's going to happen, Sada? People will love you. Mm -hmm. Your friends will have this natural love towards you. Yeah. So it's so important before you get married is to focus on your singleness. And I think when you start to love yourself, that automatically goes hand in hand with respect. You start to yeah, respect yourself. Exactly. You know, you have higher standards. You won't ever allow someone to come into your life and disrespect you. Mm -hmm. And for those of us who have experienced bad marriages or, or bad engagements and thinking like it's a product of myself, forget about that. Focus now on, okay, how can I make things better for myself? Yeah. Focus on loving yourself. And if you are a person who is married, inshallah, we'll hit some points when it comes to the marriage episode. We'll be um, having a guest speaker. Yeah, inshallah, we're going to try to have a guest speaker because Sara and I both aren't married, so there's no point of us speaking on yeah. that. But inshallah, we'll still share some gems and some things that we um from that our, we've observed. Yeah, from our observation. So my next piece of advice and how to make the most out of being single is is tawakkul, relying on Allah, knowing that everything is ultimately under His control. So there's a hadith where the Prophet ﷺ says, "لو أن ابن آدم يهرب من رزقه كما يهرب من الموت لأصابه رزقه قبل موته." So the Prophet ﷺ says that if a human being tries to run away from his rizq the way that he runs away from death, your rizq will come before your death, meaning that you can't escape your rizq, and you need to be hopeful that Allah subhanahu wa taala wants what's best for you. Mm -hmm. and has written what's best for you. With that, like, you have to, like, work towards that. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, you don't just expect Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to just hand you everything. Exactly, right? And this concept of tawakkul is very deep and it's very heavy, right? The Prophet says, like, you know, if you're going to try to understand destiny, you're going to lose your mind. The qadr of Allah. Yeah. Because we don't have that wisdom. But just know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His guidance comes to those who want it. Whatever you want in this life will come to you if you're wanting it and seeking it, right? With your yeah. asbab, like Sada mentioned. You have to be putting in your effort. Yeah, and Allah is al-wakeed, right? Allah is the dependable. Like, there is no one better to depend on than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And while we're on the topic of tawakkul, I wanted to mention a story that was said by a scholar named Shafiq al-Balkhi. So he said that there was a year of drought that his city was experiencing. So there wasn't any food, there wasn't water, and people were really depressed. They were crying, they were sick. And as he was walking, he said that he saw a young boy who was smiling and laughing. So he went to the boy and he asked him, why are you smiling and laughing, right? Like, when everyone is so miserable. And the boy said that I am a slave to a master, and my master owns a huge garden with lots of fruits and vegetables. So basically, I'm not worried about this. I'm not worried about what everyone is worried about right now. Mm -hmm. And Shafiq said that in that moment, he remembered his master, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who owns everything in the heavens and in the earth. And he said, why should I feel hopeless and sad? This is basically how he returned to Allah. This is how he repented to Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Kabut, he says, Allah is saying, how many animals don't carry their provision and Allah provides for them and he provides for you. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all hearing, all seeing. Like you need to be confident that Allah is your provider. That you're going to get everything that you were meant to get. When you think about this concept right, of asking Allah and how much Allah has, like I always think back to this example that as a teacher, like he was a like a pre-K teacher and this kid was being so hysterical. And then he checked in, she needed a green crayon. She was like hysterically crying. So he's like looking at her like, yo, you're so dramatic. So he goes to his closet and he gives her three crayons. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that's what it is with Allah. Like we get so dramatic. We get so caught up in our emotions on the moment. And it's so simple. It's less than a crayon to Allah. That man had to walk to the closet to get the crayon. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala just says, be and it is. Like it's not that hard. Do not think the man that you are looking for or the woman you are seeking for 
is out of ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring her or bring him to you. But it all starts with you appreciating and loving yourself and loving Allah. Even if the best of man comes to you, you won't recognize him because that's not how you see yourself. You won't think you'll ever deserve someone like that. Yeah. It's the foundation. You being single is that foundation. Allah creating man alone, starting creation with man alone, is that foundation of the marriage. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is al-basit. Remember that. Allah mm. is not only al-razaq, right? He's not, he's not only the one who gives. He is al-basit. He's the one who gives lavishly. So again, being single, right? I know you guys are tired of this word single or singleness, but you have to know that being single is not being alone. You have so many people in your life that care for you. You have your family, your friends, your relatives, your community, your, you know, your workforce, whatever it is, you are not alone. Just because you're single does not mean you are alone. What does it mean to be lonely? If you were to search this on the internet, it would give you the definition of sad because one has no friends or company. You not married does not mean you have no friends and no company. Yeah. What does it mean to be single? If you search that sada, it says separate, apart, unique, original, distinct, and whole. Wow. Imagine bringing this to your marriage. Imagine customizing your marriage to be whole and distinct and original and unique and apart. And like you don't become dependent on your husband. You don't become overbearing. You don't need that time alone to find yourself. You are already a whole coming into a marriage. You're not going into the marriage depending on your spouse. You're going to the marriage fulfilling their responsibilities. That's different. Like Sada said, it's important to be independent, but you still have to fulfill the rights of others. Yeah. So being single is to be one with yourself, to be whole. So the more single you become, the better your marriage will be. The more whole, the more unique, the more distinct it will be. And I want you to know the shaitan, when he cannot destroy you, he distracts you. With what? Wrong relationships. With certain guys or sisters coming into your life and you putting in that energy yeah. and then you expecting this person to fulfill the rights of a husband when he never agreed to be your husband. Wow, that's so true. Right? So again, maximize on your singleness. There's nothing more precious to you than being alone with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we bring up this point once again in this episode that the Prophet ﷺ, he traveled to a place that no one willingly goes to be what? Alone with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. No other purpose. So no one can interrupt this relationship that he has with Allah. You want people to love you. You want yourself to love yourself. You have to begin with loving Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The formula is loving Allah, loving yourself, and loving others. You cannot skip one of these steps. So Jazakumullah khairan for listening. Inshallah, we said words of benefit for those of you who are single, who are struggling with not having this blessing. Know that you are enough. Mm -hmm. You are not defined by being married or not. You are able to fulfill your capabilities, your, your maximum without being married. So inshallah, in next week's episode, we'll be talking about engagement, what to look for, the expectations that you should have, and you know what's appropriate. Mm -hmm. So jazakumullah khairan for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.